Welcome to Leaders Lift, episode 38. This is the podcast for any of you that are leaders, which is pretty much everyone, but also anyone looking to just find some tips and tricks and things to help them get more out of life. I'm your host, Greg Cunningham. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. The topic for today might be just a bit different from those I've done lately, but I have a couple of fresh examples that I want to use to hopefully illustrate my thoughts. What I'd like to do today is an initial discussion on a topic. And I say initial discussion because I don't think I could possibly cover all of the layers that this topic has in a single episode. That topic is the voices that we listen to. By that, I mean who or what are the sources of information that we pay attention to and that help us formulate our own opinions and make decisions. It's a very interesting topic, and I don't profess to be an expert, but I thought we could at least discuss that for a few minutes. So stick around for this episode. Now, I just want to remind everybody, check out the show notes. There's a bunch of great links in there, but also don't forget to subscribe or follow in your podcast player if you're listening to this episode for the first time. Share this with others that may use it. That really helps me work on the show and get feedback. I'd love to get your feedback on topics to cover or anything else related to the show as well. Now, I said I had a couple of stories about these voices or these sources of information that we listen to, and I want to start off with one first, and I'll cover the other example much, much, much later, but I was in the market for a new laptop, and if you want to hear all about that, you can listen to my other podcast, Gadgets for Families, and get all of the information there, but I was in the market for this new laptop. I have been for a couple of months, and there's a bunch of conflicting opinions about Apple's latest MacBook, so I'm all in on the Apple ecosystem. Now, the model I ended up purchasing may not even prove to be one of the most popular. It could end up being one of the least popular. But the reason I purchased it, besides all the information that was out there saying, hey, you need to do this. If you're this kind of user, you do this. This is not enough. Apple didn't do a good job with this, blah, 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 blah. The reason I purchased what I did is because I figured out that it works for me. I understood what I really needed and then was able to set aside those conflicting opinions. Now, some of them were super helpful and that definitely was part of my research, but I had to filter through those voices or those sources of information to get to where I wanted to be. This can be very hard to do in many circumstances, but in this case, it did make a difference. Sure, I might've been happier with a much more powerful machine, but my bank account would have been much, much smaller, and that may not have set me up for some of the things that I wanted in the future. So I ended up with a machine, like I said, if you want to know more about that, go listen to Gadgets for Families. So that's just one story, one example of what I mean by all of these sources of information that come in, these voices that we listen to. So what do I mean by voices? Well, it's really anywhere that we get information. That could be from family, friends, work, Today's day and age, it's absolutely the internet. News channels, maybe less so. That was big, much, much earlier generations. Social media, for sure. And then you've got all kinds of leaders that you get information from that could be political leaders, community leaders, church leaders, professional leaders, any of those. So what I'd like you to do for just a moment is to think about those voices that have the greatest impact in your life those sources of information that you go to the most or that tend to have the most influence on you. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I only gave you a few seconds and you might still be identifying all the voices that you pay attention to and that wouldn't surprise me at all. 
Unlike previous generations that may have had to go out and seek voices to listen to or seek sources of information, at least at least those outside of their immediate circle or maybe the evening news, almost all of us have access to more voices than we could possibly listen to. Think about how much access you have information on that rectangular supercomputer that you have in your pocket. That's your smartphone. And not to mention all the other sources. And if you don't understand what I mean by it's a supercomputer, think about the first supercomputers that fit inside of, uh, fit inside of entire rooms and facilities, and our phones are more powerful. So we have access to so much information right at our fingertips. And let's face it, we're constantly on those phones. The challenge with all of this is that much information can become very overwhelming. That's number one. Contra contrary opinions coming from dis different sources that you may trust, too many sources, you know, finding out what's true and what's not, which I'll talk about a little more. And then the other problem with most of this is that a very large percentage of all of these sources of information or all of these voices that come in, they're negative, right? I mean, think about the ratio of positive or heartwarming stories on the news, whatever channel you consume it in. It could be social media, RSS, actual news channels, whatever it is, versus those that are about war, famine, abuse, violence, hate, conflict, contention, etc. And we're going into an election year, and so we know that that's going to be even bigger. So it's overwhelming, and then it's just so negative. I don't know that any of us really, really want to seek out that negative stuff. We tend to be attracted to it, but I don't think that's really what we're after. Now, the other problem is that we have many of these voices, and again, a lot of it's negative or controversial or contentious, but many of these voices, they're throwing out opinions that aren't backed by fact. But it can be really hard to figure out what's real or true and what is not. Now, I used to joke around at work that you could pull data and use it to prove any point you wanted to, and even more than one point that conflicted with each other. Now, that doesn't apply in all cases. Maybe that's a little extreme, but it's amazing how easy it is to take a little bit of truth of, or fact and spin whatever story you want to spin off of that. So those are some of the challenges. One of the other big things, and I talk about this quite a bit, and it's this whole idea that we have all of these external sources of information, information we never may have gotten access to before so we can learn about how people live on other parts of the country, um, other parts of the world, right? I mean, there's we can get access to pretty much everything we want. One of the things we do with a lot of that information is compare that, those lives or that information to our lives or our situations or how we're doing. I mean, it's super easy to look at some influencer on social media that, you know, lives in Dubai and has billions of dollars backing them and look at our lives and go, wow, my life's just not all that great compared to that. That might be a little bit of an extreme example, but that constant comparison of ourselves to others, that comparison of our situation to the situation somebody else has, that's not good. And that never used to really happen because you didn't have access to those voices or those sources of information outside your normal sphere of influence. So you didn't know that there was something that much better out there. And the problem with all of that is when we gather in this information, I already mentioned this, but we don't know what's real and what's not. And I've said this before, especially about social media, is people tend to put the very best things for themselves or of themselves or the ideal thing, or they've 
propped up the photo, you know, they've made it exactly what they want. And in today's, um, you know, AI capabilities, these photos aren't really the photo that you see. So what you're seeing may not be exactly true. The story that you're reading may not be true. That person's life, as glamorous and perfect as it seems, may not actually be like that. Or that may only be a small portion and there may be a whole bunch of other stuff going on. So that's that's the biggest challenge, I think. And there's a lot of studies coming out. I know I see them all the time out there. These studies that are coming out that are talking about the impact of social media on us and younger generations, especially in mental health. And a lot of it is around this constantly wanting more than what we have or comparing ourselves to other people and thinking we don't have it when we don't really know what we're comparing to if it's real or not. So those are some of the challenges. Let me just recap those real fast. So number one is there's so many voices that it can be overwhelming. Number two, a very, very large portion of it is negative. Three, we don't know what's true and what's not. And then four, one of the biggest problems we have with all of this is we compare ourselves and our lives to all of that information. So let's talk about some personal application around this. Similar to my story earlier about buying the new laptop, one of the biggest challenges we have is how to manage the impact of these voices in our lives. We have to learn how to sort through all of them and decide which we're gonna to allow to have significant influence on us and which we're not. And it's not easy and it takes effort and trial and error, but it will certainly be worth it. Now, there was a church leader a while ago that explained this, like our mind is a stage. And we can't always choose what gets onto the stage, but we can choose what stays there. So if we're on the internet, we may not be able to choose which news source pops up you know, in our feed or our RSS reader or whatever the case may be on that website that we go to, but we can decide whether we're gonna pay attention to it and allow that to be an influence in our life or not. And pushing some of those things off the stage can be a very difficult thing to do. So let me give you just a few things to think about as you're trying to filter through and decide which sources of information you're going to allow to influence you and which ones you're not. Number one, just because something is on the internet doesn't mean it's true or fact. I know that sounds crazy and we joke around about that all the time, but I, I struggle when I see people that believe that, oh, it's on the internet, it must be true, or it came from this source that looks legit, so it has to be true. That's just not always the case. And that's number one. Number two is just because something is popular doesn't mean it's true or right either, okay? Just because a whole bunch of people are endorsing it or the latest celebrity said this is a good idea, that doesn't mean it's true or the right thing, okay? Third, and this one starts is where things start to get a little more nuanced, just because something is right for someone else doesn't mean it's right for you. What may work for this person may not work for you, okay? So this is about filtering out these voices and figuring some of that out. That last one, something might be right for somebody else, but it doesn't mean it's right for you. This, north, this news source or this source of information, this voice may be good for somebody, but it's not good for you. It implies that we need to be able to find our own voice. Now, that voice is likely to be a combination of the voices we allow to influence us. And we take those voices, whatever combination we end up with, and we uniquely apply those to our lives and our circumstances. And it starts with our parents and grandparents and family members, aunts and uncles and all of that kind of stuff. But then as we 
get older and have access to more voices and more information, it's a different combination of things that we allow to come in. And so, you know, you and I could have access to the exact same sources of information, but how I allow them to influence me and apply it in my life is going to be unique to how you do. So we need to be able to find our own voice. And that is going to be a combination of the voices that we allow to influence us. So if you want to be this type of a person, then you've got to think about those types of voices that you're allowing to come in and influence you. And that leads into the second point here, which is we have to get to know ourselves well. That's why when I started this podcast, one of the first things I talked about was personality styles and knowing what is most important to us. We have to know what we really want to get out of life or the kind of person that we want to become. And if we do that, then we can start filtering out those voices that are going to pull us away from that. It's like following a path that we know isn't going to get us where we want to go. We need to course correct. Well, the same thing applies for these voices that we listen to or these sources of information. If they're leading us down a path that we don't want to go down or we can see that that path is not going to get us to the place of our most potential or where we want to go in life, then we need to course correct it. Okay. So that's you know number one, try and find your own voice. Number two, Stop comparing yourself to others and stop comparing yourself to yourself. We do both of these things. You know, I'm not doing as well as I was yesterday or last week or last year, or I've gained weight and I was supposed to be losing weight. And then we look at these other people. Well, you know, they exercise as much as I do and they are super skinny or even worse, they exercise less and they're super skinny and I exercise way more and I can't lose anything. Stop comparing yourself to yourself or anyone else. Odds are you're not as similar to other people as you might think you are. Even though it seems like on the surface you're similar, we are all very, very, very unique. That's why I said we have to find our own voice, which is going to be a unique combination of all these influences in our lives. And the other problem with comparing ourselves is we are never going to reach our fullest potential being like anyone else. And that means allowing someone else's voice to become yours. That's a problem. So if I want to be, if I think I'm going to meet my fullest potential by becoming just like this other person, and I allow their voice or their influence to become mine, I'm never going to meet my fullest unique potential because it is unique. And it's my potential, not that other person's. Okay. So please work on this. Stop comparing yourself to yourself or to anyone else. And then the other thing is, I mentioned, you know, we need to find our own voice, but how do we build up the confidence to develop and stick with our own voice, to know that it's our own voice? And this is where I talked about, right? I mean, this is a multi-layered thing, right? We could spend hours and hours probably talking about this, but you got to work on having that confidence and knowing that this is my voice and I'm going to stick with it because this is what's going to get me where I want to go. These are the sources of information I want to listen to because they're going to help me get to where I want to go. Confidence will help you realize that you'll only be happiest being you, not seeking after what someone else has that you think might possibly, maybe, sort of, kind of, maybe be better than what I have right now. You've got to get that confidence that I'm going to get on the right path and find my unique potential. Now, one example from a movie, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie, The Italian Job, but in it, there's a group of thieves and they do this great big gold heist in uh, Italy and they have each of them has their plans about how they're going to spend the money and one wants a sound system and one wants a villa with shoes and all of this other stuff. And at the end of the job, one of their crew betrays them all and takes everything. 
Well, here's the part that ties into finding our own voice. He took all of that gold, but all he did was buy all of the things that the other members of the crew wanted. He didn't know what he wanted to do with it. He just wanted it and wanted what everybody else wanted. So he did not have his own voice. And oh, by the way, all good movies, right? It didn't work out very well for him in the end. So that's just one simple example. Work on this finding your own voice. Um, Know yourself. Filter out the voices that you listen to. And then find that confidence that says, this is my voice. This is my path because this is going to get me where I want to go. Now, I don't want to make light of all of this, but I want to use a very controversial yet harmless example to illustrate my point. What super important metaphor or story could do such a thing, you might ask? Well, I have a question for you. When is it okay to listen to Christmas music? Are you laughing? Or did you have an immediate strong reaction about this? It's kind of funny how controversial the answer to this question is, and my answer is not going to be the most popular, but it's my voice, and that's what matters for me. And here's the answer. As long as I'm not making anyone else listen to it that doesn't want to, the right time to listen to Christmas music for me is whenever I want to, or whenever it will help me. So here's a little bit of an explanation on this. I have a whole bunch of Christmas playlists. Every year I make a new one and I share it on Apple Music and my friends and family grab it. Now, I generally build that playlist starting about now, but I would guess that there are very few months of the year where I don't play one of those playlists. Now, why? Well, because there are certain times or certain moods or certain things that happen with me when I get to that point where I know that Christmas music will help me reset. It helps my brain calm down. It helps me reset back to where I need to go. So that's the voice that I need. That's my voice when it comes to Christmas music. I don't listen to it all the time year round. It's not the only kind of music that I listen to, but I know when I need it in my life. And that happens probably every month of the year, not just at Christmas time. So I know that's kind of small. It's really not you know, world-changing kind of thing there, but that's my voice. And I know a lot of people won't agree with that because you get tired of the same song playing over and over and over and over again. I have a lot of Christmas music and I have a lot of different versions of stuff. But again, the reason I do it because I know myself and I know that it's going to help me get where I want to go. And normally when it's not Christmas season, it's going to help me course correct and get back on the path where I would like to be. Not a life-altering opinion for a lot of you, but think about the principles behind it. There are voices on all sides of this issue that I could listen to. What I have done is develop my own voice or my opinion on this because I know enough about me to know what is best in this particular area. And that concept is something that you should be able to apply in a lot of other situations. So what do I hope you'll get out of this episode other than understanding why I listen to Christmas music a lot? And you can have your own opinion on that. Well, I hope this got you thinking about the voices in your life or those sources of information and which have the most influence on you and if that's a good thing or not. And as I said at the beginning, there are probably a lot of additional layers we could peel down and peel back on this topic. But for now, I'd rather you do that on your own. 
and maybe I'll come back to this at some point, but think about all of those sources. Are there too many? Are there not enough? Do some have influence that they shouldn't have? Are those that you are allowing to influence you in your life, are they going to get you to where you want to be in life, help you reach your most potential? And think about this. Do you have your own voice? And if not, start working on that and seek for the confidence that allow you to settle on that voice that you have because you know it'll get you where you want to go and follow that path. Thanks for sticking with me to the end. Don't forget to do all the things. Until next week, pay attention to one of the voices that comes up or the sources of information that comes up over the next week and decide if that's a voice you want to continue to listen to or not. And keep working on developing your own voice and maybe help someone else do the same. Thank you. Thank you.